Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard on the We Play RPGs Network. I'm your host, Eli, and fun fact about me, I greatly underestimated the intelligence of the rabbits that live around my house because I thought that if I just occasionally peed outside and made sure that my scent, the scent of a predator to a rabbit, was around, they wouldn't dig underneath my shanty. However, they seem to have come to realize that I am not a direct threat to them, and they don't care. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I was, uh... I play Flint, and I was not expecting this conversation right now. I'm Jason, I play Rovarth. I don't think we ever do, but, uh, I got Mallards, which is cool. I'll explain later to your intro. Look, look, um... Jerry and I play Roscoe, and I pissed outside to try to, you know, shy away predators, and now I have a date on Thursday. You. <laughs> I'm Ashley, and I play Margo. Also, fun fact, if you take hair and put it around your house, that should help, like, human hair, like, after you get a haircut or something like that. Yeah, but nobody will let me take it from them. Mm. I'm not going to use my hair. Now, what if I use some blood? Bitch, no. No. Blood it's not hair. important where I got the blood no. from. What is important is I have a bucket. No. No. <laughs> Salt circles? Well, I am uncomfortable you know with the what... energy in the studio we have created today. <laughs> Do you know what uh, will never ask you questions about buckets of blood? <gasps> Our wonderful sponsors. There we go. Uh, first up is Metallic Dice Games. Uh, I am looking at their amethyst dice right now. They sell gemstone dice, and, I mean, they also sell metal dice, obviously. That's the name. And they also sell resin dice. Um, they sell a few wooden dice, like wooden D20s, and I want one just for the novelty of it. But if you go to MetallicDiceGames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you get 10% off your entire order. Uh, and speaking of 10% off your entire order, our other sponsor, Found Familiar Coffee. If you go to FoundFamiliar.com slash PLAYITFORWARD, you get 10% off your entire order, which is pretty cool because their coffee is very good. Um, I'm actually waiting on my order of Goodberry to come in. It has unfortunately hit Richmond, which means that it's going to be a few days before I get it. Ah, uh, Richmond, where you just pray. You pray. Yeah, it gets it gets to that area, and it's like, okay, is it going to be a few days, or it's going to be two weeks? Who knows? Yep. Uh, however, 
what has very little issue with the post office is our third sponsor, me. Uh, head on over to royalartisanprops.com and follow the links. You'll be able to get to my Etsy store where I sell dope-ass cosplay props. Uh, your Mjolnirs, your Captain America shields. Um, as of this recording, I recently sold a set of Wolverine claws to someone in France, and that was cool. Woohoo! And if you use the coupon code LISTENER, you'll get 10% off your entire order. Um... But yeah, the thing with the rabbit is becoming a problem because just today, they let me get within five feet of them before they decided that they should run. Was it closer than Saturday? Yes. No, I could see the color of this rabbit's eyes. It's Peter Cottontail. He wants to be your friend. I am not going to say that I don't think that's awesome. Look, rabbits are fickle creatures. They might be your friend now, but you know what they say. Hair today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, as long as he doesn't turn on his Monty Python. Yeah. Mallards are ducks, by the way. Yeah. I have ducks. Oh, cool. Now, are they wild ducks? They're wild did ducks. did you get... That's oh, that's dope. They just showed up because it's been so wet here recently. They've just... Swim through the ditch, eat some fish that have somehow managed to show up in the ditch, and then go on their merry way. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah. My parents have dogs, but they're domesticated. Jason lives in what the boonies might call the boonies. (laughs) It's literally a quarter mile driveway, so. Yeah. I feel this because I too live in the middle of the driveway. in the is in the middle of nowhere enough that when I went to drop something off with him, I went down the wrong driveway twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I know that feeling. It's fun though because there's wildlife. There was deer one time, turkeys at one point. I mean, obviously there's rabbits. There's, there's a lot. Property during hunting season. Uh, hunting season. People show up sometimes, but they're no, not supposed I, to be I here because, you know. Because, like, my parents' property, there'll be, like, 30 deer hanging out on their property. It hasn't been that here. bad. Um, yeah. I think there's only been, like, like five of them that have noticed. Aww, but that, but that we was We get it. deer on our property all the time during hunting season because they know if they're close enough to a house, they won't get shot. Yeah. Or they're not smart. supposed to. Yeah, they're really smart. Um. Yeah, I'm also having trouble with uh, buzzards. <laughs> so I live about three or four hundred feet away from a Verizon uh, cell phone tower, and usually the buzzards make their nests on the tower. But every summer, and or starts in spring, but every summer ospreys move in at the top of the tower, which pushes the bigger, older buzzards down a few rungs which pushes the younger buzzards off the tower entirely which means occasionally i hear what sounds like a tree branch landing on my roof and it's just a buzzard the owl's my favorite yes one time an owl did fall off a fall off a branch and hit my roof (laughs) there was a peacock on my roof one time there's not a lot of wildlife that likes to hang around my yard. That's mainly because Delilah likes to go out and, and assert her dominance, even though she's like 85 pounds and does not run very fast. 
That's what I miss about Baby Kitty. He chased deer out of the yard. That did happen a lot. He would fall asleep on top of the shanty and then fall off. Honey, you're not supposed to fall asleep near the edge. <laughs> well, it, it, the thing is, is that the shanty has a barn-style roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a very gentle slope. Rolled <laughs> a long way. Yep. But, uh, completely unrelated to anything we were just talking about, the podcast we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I mean, yes. <laughs> we got sidetracked hard. That's well, okay. Yeah, no, no. Look, look. It's definitely not at least sixty percent of us that has uh, untreated ADD. Look, I'm, we're just treating this podcast like I treat most of my video games. Fuck the main quest. <laughs> That's how you get um, more powerful. Well, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I need but to anyway. do that. Then it's like, oh hey. I can, like, defeat the sentiment easily because I'm five levels higher now. Um, so, last time, you guys... Uh, 50% of you almost died. Yeah. Fighting a uh, an adult necroworm. Not our brightest of decisions, but it is what it is. And yes. amazingly, we all lived. Barely. Yes, you did. Um, I mean, I have eight hit points, but I did live. Yeah. Um, well, you had time for a short rest. Uh, so if you guys want to spend some hit dice yes. to heal up, you can go ahead and do that. I'm going to be honest. How do we do hit dice again? So you are level 12, which means you have 12 10-sided dice that you can roll mm -hmm. to heal yourself up. You can roll less than that. You can roll the whole amount. That's up to you. But for every die you roll, you add your constitution modifier. So you said 12 10-sided ten di ten dice? Yes, uh, the ones that look like a top. And for Roscoe, Flint, and Rovarth, they're D8s. Well, I rolled four, and I rolled three sixes and two fives. Nice. And I... Roscoe doesn't have a constitution modifier, does he? Nope. Yeah, I mean, still pretty good. Oh, thank God I get my spell slots back. Yes, Flint and Rovarth both get their spell slots back. Oh, thank God. Uh, because Warlocks get them back on a short rest, and I designed the Alchemist to have spell casting very similar to a Warlock. But Margot had spotted... Melma, or the specter of Melma, trying to sneak into this temple while you guys were resting. I wasn't done. What am I supposed well, to keep going. <laughs> so you take the d10s, you roll them, and then you add your constitution modifier, was that right? For every die you rolled. Okay. So if you rolled five ten-siders, then you're going to add your constitution modifier five times. Okay. Generally, I you guys have time to like do a long rest, so we haven't really had to do this much. Uh, but for anyone who's like still learning D and D, short rests and rolling those hit dice can be a huge bonus. 
So we're going to go ahead and roll initiative. Yeah, I was going to say, what are we doing about this Melma character? <laughs> I was just waiting politely. Waiting politely, unlike Rovarth. Well, that's the difference between me and him. So, Flint, what is your initiative? Uh, I rolled sadly, unlike my hit dice. Uh, uh, I got a nine total. All right. Roscoe. Thirteen. Thirteen. Rovarth. Twenty-two. Nice. First natural 20 of the night. 14. 14. Alrighty. Forgetting the dice gods like drama. Um. Yeah, cool. Then... I don't want us all to die again. <laughs> then, Rovarth, you are up first. Alright, well, how far away am I from, from the specter? Uh, about 45 feet. Or 40 feet. 40 feet. It's further than I could get on my turn if I wanted to still strike viciously. I'm going I don't remember if I used that or not, so I'll assume that I did, so I can't use that. Uh what would Rovarth do? Rovarth would cast blight. That's what Rovarth would do. He would panic cast blight because he hates this lady. I mean that's fair. So she has to make a con save nineteen. All right. Constitution saving throw. All right. She failed. Okay. Let me grab my many, many d8s. Before you roll those, Blight does necrotic damage? Yes. Okay. It does nothing. Oh, I wanted to get a big number, then have you tell me that. Okay. That's good to know. (laughs) Rovarth just says, hey, Uh, come back here, you fucking bitch. Rovarth just goes, hey. Fuck you! <laughs> then throws the thing and then nothing happens. Yeah. This black-blue ball of energy that just hits her right in the chest and dissipates. Uh, I was worried about that. I imagine it's, do. it's startling, like, you know, getting randomly hit with a water balloon. I will then move <laughs> up 30 feet and then dodge as my bonus action. All right. Trying to make myself the target. All righty. It is now her turn. All right. She is going to spend, yeah, uh, she is going to spend a fifth level spell slot to cast Blindness Deafness, because that would be one, two, three, four, on all four of you. Sweet. Um... What do we got to do? I'm finding out right now. Uh, You need to make constitution saving throws. All right. Oh, jeebus, thank you. Yay! Oh, that is that is fair. <laughs> what did I say? A six. You got a six, okay? Roscoe? Nineteen. Nice. Flint. I got a twenty. Nice. Rovarth. I got a ten. Okay. Rovarth and Margot, you are blinded. <laughs> At the end of each of your turns, you can make a constitution saving throw. Okay. And that's really all she can do with her turn. So it is now Margot's turn. Uh, so just make the constitution saving throw? At the end of oh, your turn. So I can do stuff still? Yeah, you can still do stuff. You're just blind. You can't see anything. Blind people can do things, Ashley. Shut up. People that are blind, like, 
two seconds later are going to be very <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I don't think Margo would be careless enough to actually throw anything, so um, I'm not going to use my stuff. Um, so I'm just going to do the Constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay, sweet. Uh, 21. You are no longer blind. Uh, which means it is now Roscoe's turn. I'm going to try something I have not used this entire game. <laughs> I'm going to cast 4th level Dispel Magic on Rovarf. Ooh. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Um, how does that work? Okay, um, I cast it at 4th level. When you cast a spell using the spell slot of 4th level or higher, you automatically end the effects of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal or less to the level of the spell slot you used. But you said five, right? Hmm. That is... Yes. I I think that's how it would work. Okay, so um, if you use five, I would have to say, for each spell on, of on higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. The DC equals ten plus the spell's level. Yeah, so you would roll and add your charisma modifier. So, my, so I would roll my charisma... And try to meet, meet or beat a... It'd be a 15. 15? Yeah. Cool. 20. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roscoe, you kind of like snap your fingers. And the magic sweeps over to Rovarth. And whatever was clouding your vision, Rovarth, is gone. Uh, the lights are back. <laughs> and I just simply say, evil will always be sighted. Oh, that's so badass. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do? I will give Rovarf... Actually, who has gone already? Me, Rovarf, and... Flint is the only one who hasn't gone yet this first round. Flint gets Bardic Inspiration. Oh, fun. I got two left. All right. Flint, it's now your turn. I have an idea. Uh, what my idea is, is to use Dimension Door to transport me and, um, who's close to me? Roscoe? And Margo. Uh, can I transport three people? Hold on. Uh, transport us in front of the temple doors. I think you can only do one other person. Yeah, I'm not sure. It says you can bring one willing creature within five feet of you. Yeah. Okay, so you could... I think... What is, uh, before you do this, what is your actual goal? Like, why would you teleport in front of the temple door? So that way, um, Melma's trying to head over there, right? It's kind of prevent yes. her, if she gets close to it before we can get over to her and stop her, she's not able to duck in. Okay. Kinda. So you're, you're trying to cut her off. Okay. Yeah. I just needed to know whether I needed to prepare to, like, run you two separately, like if you're going to run in there by yourself. Uh, No. Okay, good to know. So, who are you teleporting with you? I think it would be best if I took Margo. Okay. Oh, okay. So, I cast... I kind of uh, grab Margo's shoulder and go, Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna transport us to the... to the, In front of the temple. Ready? One, two, three. You got, don't got enough time for that. Okay. Dimension door. I grab yeah. Margot's shoulder and... I imagine you just, like, pull some chalk out of your bag and draw a door in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's it's pretty much seconds. what happens. <laughs> yeah, a good way to think about it is that 
each round of common is like combat is like six to ten seconds and each person's turn is like one to two seconds it's so crazy thinking about it in like real time yeah you, you don't have a lot of time to talk um i generally it's don't get too heavy on it but you know explaining every detail of your plan to margo before you teleport is definitely more than you could do in that time time frame but it is now rovarth's turn you are like 15 feet away from her and i'm no longer blind so seeing that that didn't work i'm going to pull out the old standby eldritch blast at her okay uh, so I will roll to hit. Uh, 15 plus... Oh, yeah, that hits. 26 for the first one. Okay. Uh, we are at 12th level, so I have three beams. Uh, f- 13 for the second one. All right. Uh, 13 does not hit. Yeah, I was pretty sure it didn't. And 22 for the third one. All right. So I'm assuming that those two hit. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Let me grab my D10. And let's see. Uh, that's double garbage. Uh, so that is... Uh, I'm pretty sure I have the thingy that does extra damage. Yep. So that is a total of 10 points of force damage. All right. Kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna get closer to like base to base, and then take the dodge action or the dodge bonus action. Yeah. Okay. Um. And she. Well, she looks at you, and uh, she says, "Get out!" And I need you to make a charisma save. I'm really good at these, thankfully. Ooh. Actually, before you roll anything. Uh, no, no, she doesn't. Never mind. I was to say too late. I already rolled, and the words, <laughs> wor- words are words. So what's a ten? You got a ten. Okay, you're banished. Oh shit. Okay. Yep. What? This is fair. Um. So yeah, in a flash of black lightning, Rovarth's just fucking gone. Mm-hmm. And Rovarth, you're just on a mountaintop somewhere. Oh shit! <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> oh god! Okay, and she separated. moves up to Margo. Uh, is she near me? Yeah, she moved up to you. She's right next to you now, and it's your turn. I'm gonna stab her. Oh, actually, okay. hang on. I'm gonna challenge her first. Okay. She has to be. Uh, I think it's a fifteen. Yes, fifteen. 15 wisdom save, right? Mm-hmm. All right, she got a 22. Um, well, I got a 23 to hit her. That definitely hits. I can't, like, if I get the highest number on this, it's not exploding, right? That's only in Savage Worlds? No, that's a, only in Savage Worlds, yeah. 14 damage. 14 damage. Does a 17 hit? No. Okay. Well, that is all for my turn. All right. Roscoe, it's your turn. Okay, I'm... Can I... 
How far away am I from her? Um, let's see. She moved one, two, three, four, five. You're like seventy feet away. Okay. Um, I forget how much can I move. I can move twenty-five feet. I'll use all my movement to get within fifty. Um, I think so. Let me double check with this ruler here. Forty. She's forty feet away. If you move, okay. Uh, cool. twenty-five. All right, and then I just say, making my friend vanish will not stop your life from being extinguished. Vicious mockery. All right, it's a wisdom save. Wisdom save, 16. See if it catches up. There it is. She got a 16. Good for her. Wisdom is her strong suit. I figured, but I fi- it's what I wanted to do. Yeah, it checks out. Yep. Anyway, that's my turn. Okay. Flint. Okay, so I want to do. She's right up in almost. All... She's right up in my space, isn't she? No, Margot is between you. Okay, well that knocks out that spell. Uh, one second. Uh, scorching ray. Okay. Range of spell attack. Says this is um, cast at fifth level. This is. So this is gonna be six total. Okay. Uh, first one, I'm just going to say that misses, because that's an eight. Yes. That one was a 14. Nope. That one's also a 14, because of course I can't roll shit today. 17? Nope. <sighs> She's wearing plate mail. Oh, fuck her. Oh, hey, that's a natural 20. Hey! Oh, fuck you. Uh, that last one was a seven, because of course, you know, I yeah. can't roll, can't roll doo-doo today. Okay, so... Well, I mean, each one does, like, 2d6 damage, right? Yeah. I'm just pissed, because, you know, that was six That was six bolts, and I only one hit. Okay, uh... Yeah, but that one was a critical, so... Yeah, okay, that was a critical hit, so that means I doubled the damage dice. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, so it'd be 4d6. 20. Uh, 20 damage? Yep, 20 damage. Alright. Uh, she will take 10. Oh, fuck her. She's still a gold dragonborn. <laughs> I know. Um, Don't mean I have to be happy Anything else? It. No. That's it. Alright. Rovarth is still banished. So, Milma. Um... She will go ahead and spend her last spell slot to cast Insect Plague. So we're just going to go full Moses, I guess. Yep. I mean, you were the one that cast Blake first, so... (laughs) That wasn't... I don't think that was one of the things that happened, but anyway. Uh, All right. No, there was a blight that spread sickness, if I'm remembering the Prince of Egypt right. That's not how it works. It's like a kill plant spell, but anyway... Let's not make blight of the situation. <laughs> All right. Hold on. That's the one I want. 20 foot radius. Ooh. Yeah, that's good enough. So she will place it so that she is just outside of it. Oh, fuck her. Uh, but I need you and Margot to make DC 18 constitution saves. Oh, yay. 
Um, I just met at 18. Nice. Oh, that was scary. And Flint? I got a 16. Okay. Flint, you will take 28 piercing damage. And Margo, you'll take 14. Aw. Okay. Well, it's a good thing I uh, managed to get fully healed with my hit dice. (laughs) You said 28? Yes. And now it's Margo's turn. Okay. Um... Damn it, I forgot I had... Never mind. I've got things I could have used anyways. Uh, I am going to uh, stab her again. Okay. Oh, man. That won't hit. That's a 15. Um, yeah, 15's not going to do it. 26 will. That's true. 14 damage again. Okay. That's all I can do. Um, 14 damage. That hurts. Um, Rovarth, you are... Well, it's not your turn, but you're no longer banished. Yay, I'm back. Because uh, that's two separate concentration spells. Yeah. I was hoping for that. <laughs> and now it's Roscoe's turn. Okay, I'm going to continue to get closer, and I'm going to try to cast level 4 Shatter and try to keep Margot and Flint out of the 10-foot radius. 20-foot radius? Is it 10-foot radius or 20-foot radius? Just double-checking real quick. 10-foot radius. Okay, so it's 20 feet wide. Yeah, you can easily do that. All right. So they make a constitution save. All right. Let's see what she can manage. Uh, what's the DC? 16. She failed. All right, 5d8. All right. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Eh. Give me one second as I do this thing called math. Okay, 25. Thunder damage. 25 damage. Ooh, that hurts real bad. All right. Uh, anything else? No. Okay. Flint, it's your turn. Yay! I'm going to cast the Acid Splash cantrip at her. Okay. Trying to remember if this is a ranged attack or up, or like a DC thing. No, it's a ranged. It's a DC. Oh, well then, she has to beat a 16 dexterity. Alrighty. She got a natural 20. Oh, fuck her. And it is now Rowarth's turn. Alright. Oh, actually, real quick. Flint, you need to make a constitution save. Because you're still in the swarm of insects. That's a 12. Alrighty. You will take (laughs) 8 piercing damage. That's still doing some damage. Oh yeah, no, it's still awful. Um, Because I should mention that this is like a swarm of locusts and wasps and hornets. Excuse me. I hate that. Yeah, it's like a thick-ass cloud. Ew. But yeah, Rivarth, it's your turn. Um, You just pop back into existence. 
I'm just going to look around real quick, assess what's happening, and run up. And as long as I'm not immediately in melee range, do the uh, Eldritch Blast. Uh, well, she's only 25 feet away. Well, yes, so but, but that is out of melee range. If you wanted to run up, you would be... <laughs> I'm, I'm out of melee range. And right now, yes. Because cause I'm not great at stabbing people okay. that have good armor. <laughs> So, anyway. Let's be real. We're all kind of struggle busting this fire right now. Uh, so that is... Let's be real. My magic's my most powerful thing right now. So that is a uh, 24 to hit for the first bolt. Yes. A 18 for the second bolt. Yes. And a 27 for the last bolt. Yes. So she will get bolted significantly. That's three D10s plus four. So that's three. 20 points of force damage. Now, your charisma modifiers added each for each bolt, right? Yes, that's why I, I rolled not great. So Okay. Well, you said plus four. I thought your charisma modifier was higher than that. Uh, no, my charisma is plus four because that's 18 charisma. So wouldn't it be 3d10 plus 12? Yes, but I think I only rolled 8 total damage. Oh, okay. So I was just making sure. Yeah. Um, she's not doing great. Yeah, I got really crappy rolls, so that'll do it. And then I'm going to dodge. All right. Now for her turn, she is going to cast Cure Wounds on herself. Mm, I hate that. I remember that from the last fight. Yeah. And she will not get back enough. Oh, wait. Yes, she will. Mm. Well, not enough, but enough wait to a second. piss I have you a, guys off. I have a rules question. Yes. Because this might matter now. Um, if I were, for example, on my next turn to use an ability that says if it hits an undead target, this is assuming she's undead, uh, they can't regain hit points, would that still affect her, even if it's necrotic damage? I mean, if it says that it affects undead, then yeah. That's good to know. Okay. But her insect plague went away because she failed her concentration check. Yes. Uh, so instead, she will cast Spiritual Weapon. No. <laughs> oh, all these things sound so bad. Like They're awesome, Windwind. Oh, yeah, when they're, we're they're using on your them. Side. So, Rovarth, I know that a 23 hits you. Yes. So you will take 19 force damage. Okay. And that is her turn. That is terrifying. Now it's Marco's turn. Okay. Well, we know. I'm going to... I think I'm going to try and challenge I her think one more time. you know how this is about to go. Okay. I am definitely going to challenge her one more time. She has to be a 15. Okay. We'll see. I might get lucky. <laughs> yeah, you might get lucky. She hadn't been rolling great. I hope I'm lucky. Uh, well, she got a 24. Oh, that's a bitch. Oh, no, that's a bad roll. 14. I'm not using you again. You betrayed me. All your dice betray you. Ah, one of them's been rolling. Oh, no. That was worse. That was a 12. Uh, <laughs> I don't hit. 
at all. So okay. what did I just say? <laughs> it's now Roscoe's turn. All right. Verse of power owner. All right. Now, when you use that as a line, what is the range? Hold on. Let me do that thing where the character sheet actually cooperates with me. No, no, we're not going to do that. Well, fine. No then. cooperation. <laughs> Five foot by 30 foot line. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely hit her. Okay. Strength check 16. Strength check 16. She got a nine. All right. Four D6. And you know what? That's the dice for the wrong system. That's why I'm rolling no damage. <laughs> oh, that's much better. 19 damage. 19 damage. Yeah, that hurts a fucking lot. And I got one inspiration left. And that's my turn. Alrighty. And now it is Flint's turn. So... I'm going to move so I can shoot a lightning bolt at her and not hit any of my allies. Oh, you didn't. You don't need to move. Oh, sweet. Then I cast... She was uh, actually pushed back. <laughs> yes. Neato. Uh, she has to beat a 16 dexterity save. Uh, I'm willing to bet it's not going to fucking matter. But let's find out. Because I need to check. Okay. I wanted to make sure that she didn't have disadvantage on dexterity saves for being prone. But she got an 8 on her dexterity save. Cool, she takes 39 lightning damage. She had 13 hit points. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you cast your spell and the specter of Melma is just eradicated. <laughs> Take that, bitch! <sighs> that was... That was glorious. Hey, everybody. It's Eli. Sorry to interrupt the action on this episode of Prismatic Guard, but if you really love the world that we've crafted for you, if you really love our characters and the monsters and the NPCs, well, you now have the chance to play in that world. We have a Kickstarter for this world, Ildar, the world of dragons. And if you go to weplayrpgs.com, click at the top of the page, support the show, you will see a link for the Kickstarter. And A, you can help us make this setting a reality. But B, you can get your hands on a copy of the world setting. Everyone involved in the project, uh, Roscoe, Margot, Flint, Rovarth, they are all playing original classes or subclasses for this setting. And you have the chance to look through all the other awesome things we have. So go ahead and head to weplayrpgs.com, top of the page, support the show, and follow that link to the Kickstarter and if you can help us out, that would be amazing. If you can't, go ahead and just share it for us. All right, get back to the action. All right. Well, what do you guys do now? I mean, uh, going to the temple? Or should we wait a minute? Well, uh, 
can I look at the temple door? Um, yeah. Well, there is no door. There is no door? There's a doorway. There's a doorway. Is there anything about this place that seems familiar to me? No. Okay. So, the... One of one of the dreams I have tabbed in here probably references a different location, as far as Rovarth is concerned. Okay. If if is that is that what it, what we're saying here? I'm sorry, I I zoned out. What you're, did you you're say? You're fine. I'm trying to because it's been a while since we've done this, and it's been a while since I've typed in my notes for where things are for my patron. I'm trying to figure out if this is related to the last dream you gave me, which was something no. about a mosaic door. No. No, um, you know that by the nature of your patron, like, they're not going to be in the land of the dead. Got it. So in that case, I will remind Margo, Uh switch gears, be in character, we promised we weren't going to retrieve the object that Melma was seeking if Melma didn't retrieve it first. Oh, okay. Cool. So we need to go back to Jack Donna. Okay. I'm fine with that. Assuming Wait, that. What? I thought we were supposed to retrieve <laughs> it. You're supposed to and bring it... get the artifact. Yeah. Oh, to retrieve it, but not keep it or use it. Yeah. And give Sorry. it back to her. Memory. I, I knew we weren't she, supposed to use it. She never it. said anything about bringing it back to her. Oh, yeah. I was okay, so, so we can just have it. We're yeah. going to get the artifact, get whatever she sent us for. And we're... We our goal was to stop Melma from retrieving it. Yes, and she said that it's no longer safe where it is. So we need to. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we need to move it. That part I didn't get. Well, now that Melma knows where it is, that means anyone can find it. So we need to. Uh... We need to go get it. Yeah, we need to get it and then do whatever we need to do to hide it again. Yes, and what she said was, you would know what it is. Okay. So let's go look until we realize what it is. Let's go, okay, sorry. Jason Brain got confused for a second there. Well, what's, what's sad is you, you were so convinced that it was starting to convince me. <laughs> like, I was like, leave. no, okay. she said nothing about heading back to her area. She said, okay, once you leave, just keep going and it'll eventually land, like the land of dreams. Yeah, she said that you could travel... You, you could follow that river that you guys parked your boat on into the land of dreams. And from there, you could find a portal back to Ildar. Yay! We'll be back home! This, kiddos, is why you should make good notes, unlike us. <laughs> notes? I did write good notes. We're professionals. I, I didn't. They're just a page away. Anyway. I need a shirt that says that. <laughs> So I guess we'll go and and rehide this artifact somewhere. Okay. <clears throat> so you guys head inside. Yep. Yep. Uh, who is taking point? Uh, if it's not Margot, I will. I'm in the middle. Uh, Flint will be in I'll... front of the last person. Yeah, I was about to say I'll take up uh, the rear. Okay, okay, then I'll be in the front. All right. In that case, uh, do 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 do. All right. So you guys start walking in, and uh, Rovarth, mm-hmm. I need you to make. Uh, you get about twenty feet into this corridor, mm-hmm. and I need you to make a uh, 
dexterity save. Oh, all right. One of those places then. Why do we not have any rogues? Anyway. Uh, Marco's your rogue. <laughs> uh, that is a not good eight. Eight. Okay. Um, the floor, a trap door, slides open as you step on it. Mm-hmm. And you fall into a 10 foot by 10 foot pit. Okay. Um, and I need to do something real quick. This is because what you immediately realize is that uh, you can't breathe because you're in a liquid of some kind. Oh. Or maybe a jelly. Okay. <gasps> oh, I know what this is. How dare you? <laughs> I'm I I am uh, upset but also uh, let's see. happy. This is awesome, you but are. how dare you? <laughs> I'm so excited about this dumb shit. <laughs> Uh, all right, I need to. I remember you talking about rolls. this. A gelatinous cube. Cute. All right, didn't actually roll it. I uh, can't breathe. You cannot breathe, and you are restrained because okay. you are inside of a gelatinous cube. Yep. Cool. God, I want to cut it open uh, so bad. You kind of have to. I'm so excited. I hope I roll good. And you take fifteen acid damage. Halved, or did yeah. you already have it? No, I didn't have. Okay, so have. Uh, <laughs> as a rule, assume that I haven't changed yeah, it. Yeah, so 15 so, becomes 8. Roscoe, because you're next in line, you have no idea what is happening. Okay. Because as far as you can see, Rovarth is just slightly suspended in this pit. Okay. Wow. Like, like he tries to speak Ooh. and nothing comes out. Yeah, I mean, out. he looks like he's drowning or something. <laughs> yeah. The gelatinous cube is transparent. Yes, gelatinous yes. cubes are like you have to make an active perception check because your passive perception is too low. I will make an active perception check. All right. 22. Yes. Uh, you can tell that there is some sort of gelatin in this pit. And Rovarth is struggling to escape and definitely uh, drowning. Mm hmm. He's stuck in some kind of, I don't know how to describe it. Would my character know what a gelatinous cube is? I think it's reasonable for you to know. You, I mean, go ahead and make an arcana check. It won't be hard. 18. Yeah, you know what a gelatinous cube is. They're, for you guys, not that dangerous, but an incredibly clever trap. Rovar's falling in the gelatinous cube. We got to figure out how to get him out. Um, I mean, you know you could reach in and pull him out. It would just fucking hurt. He's my friend. I don't even hesitate. I swallow, you know, knowing it's going to hurt, but then I bend down and reach. All right. Make a strength check. Well, this is going to suck because... (laughs) Oh, thank goodness for good rolls tonight. 18. 18. You successfully pull him out, but you will take 12 acid damage. And for the record, I had to roll a 19 to get an 18. <laughs> you said 12? Yes. Oh, God. Who's the character like the next highest strength? Jerovarth. Probably well, Margo's stronger. Uh, no, she's not. No, I'm not. Margo's strength is 8. Yeah. Oh, I God, am, uh... it's me. What is this party? Uh... <laughs> not a strong one. 
Margot relies on dexterity. So do I'm Flint's like strength slightly is above a average. I am the strongest person in this party. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I mean, I rely on my sword. I mean, we've done fine without it. I know. It's just interesting is all that a 12 is the highest. <laughs> our strength is our friendship. That, that is true. <laughs> friendship is magic. For that now. That is also true. <laughs> um, That's so funny. So, um, we're, we're not going to act in initiative. Basically, what I'm going to do is kind of roll down your... Uh, marching order so flint it is your turn uh flint reaches over to help pull he's already he's been pulled out okay um we just have to navigate over it yeah uh, it's only I... a 10 foot wide hallway like i don't know i'm having a hard time visualizing because i can't see it's a 10 foot wide hallway um and the trap door is how big 10 feet by 10 feet Do you have like a freezing thing or like something? You can also just jump over it. That's true. Yeah. You could also you could also jump over it, it. It can't get out of this thing. Like I have a way around the pit really easily, which is the irony of this, but the rest of you have to figure away. Well, out. so does I mean, Margo. Like honestly, Margo you could just take fly. turns flying people over, because as long as you're not within oh. five feet of it, it can't hurt you. I have my little jetpack. Yeah, but you're not strong. It's okay though. Yeah, but like uh, Rovarth is strong enough to carry Flint, which means you can just like I'm gonna give you guys a freebie here. You can just take I have a per- second and go have, around it. Like you're not in levi- combat. I have yeah. levitation at will, so I'm just gonna like levitate over like Flint and uh, Roscoe. I'm just gonna pick them up and then just levitate over this pit. Yeah, like you don't have to fight this thing. I don't want to. <laughs> it's no point. Yeah, there is no point. We're just trying to avoid the trap. And for Eli, I will now be levitating uh, perpetually, like, a couple inches <laughs> off the floor to not hit any tripwires or anything. Um, yeah, it, it literally, the reason I asked who went first was because it, this description of this trap is that it takes at least 100 pounds of pressure. Yeah. Which means that if Margot or Roscoe walked over it, it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Well, I, I now that I'm aware that we're in Trapville, I'm now levitating slightly off the floor. Flint looks at you and goes, "Asshole." <laughs> um, and I will this... I will check for traps. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want Margot to do that yeah. with her passive perception of sixteen? Because <laughs> <laughs> Margot would have spotted that trap door immediately. Yes, I was about hey, Margo, to ask maybe if I you should that. take up front in this marching order. Uh, perception as the perce- as the perception one. You don't. I mean, yeah. If you're actively keeping an eye out for traps, you can do some stuff. But yeah, I got a seventeen. Okay, yeah. Uh, as you move along, you're not noticing anything, mm-hmm. uh, but eventually you get to a door. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of walk up, these large spectral hands mm. just appear. They're like the size of Marco. Oh my god! But they, it, they, they're held up like somebody is telling you to stop. 
And Margo, with your 17 perception, there is uh, an an inscription uh, written on the floor, but you can't read it. It's not a language you understand. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask uh, Roscoe and... So she's like, Roscoe, Rovarth, there's something written on the floor here. I don't know what it says. I will use my eyes of the roomkeeper and read this writing. Okay. It says, foes don't proceed. Only friends shall we be. I will repeat that to the party. Um, foes don't proceed. Only friends shall we be. Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. Okay, so there's not going to be any pick and locks or anything like that. Hmm. Can I do a weird thing? Probably. I want to make... I'm going to use my mage hand and, like, high-five one of the hands. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't... I don't know, man. (laughs) You high-five them and, uh... It's fine if nothing happens. I just I'm spitballing. Well, it slaps up against the hand, and then the hand slaps you into the wall. Oh, dealing twenty four force damage, <laughs> and then it just goes back to the position it was in. Okay. <laughs> okay. You said tw- how many points of force damage? Twenty four. Holy crap! Okay. okay, Rovarth is now visibly hurt badly. Roscoe just turns his head and goes, I don't think it interpreted as friendship, good sir. Yeah, definitely didn't. Oh, that hurt. Well, there's no shake in its hand either. You messing with that. Why is there no shaking its hand? Because it slapped him. It slapped him for giving a high five. Oh. Well, I sigh and groan, and I start walking towards it. You know, I have all my weapons sheathed. Okay. And I slowly extend my hand and say, we come as friends to make friends. All right. You hold out your hand and this Mm -hmm. giant hand reaches down and shakes your hand and then they disappear (gasps) and the door unlocks. I can't. I'm so excited. I I had the right idea, but the wrong social gesture. (laughs) Oh, God. Roscoe turns to Rovarf and go, your failures led to my success. Thank you. Ow. Oh, <laughs> My God, Jerry, you're just on fire today. I meant it politely. You're still on fire today. Yes. So I just keep, come on, good sirs and lady. I limp my way along. I have a healing potion. I'm proud of myself that I even thought, thought a right thing. <laughs> um... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. So you walk into the room, and it is a 20-foot by 20-foot room. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is some... There's just a table and some chairs uh, sitting in the center of this room. Maybe, like, six people could sit at this table. And there is a pot of gold just sitting there. That seems like a trap. I don't trust this. I'm going to make a perception check because Margo likes shiny things, but she also wants to be smart because this is a temple. So uh, she got a 
Let's see here. What was my perception? 17. Okay. I mean, it's just a pot of gold. Mm, I feel like this is the test. <laughs> I approach it, but I do not touch it. I'm just in, I'm just getting closer up to it. Okay. I think that Par- Margo has a, a better impulse control at this point. Um, Flint offers to let her hold his hand so she doesn't get crappy fingers. <laughs> Margo takes it. I, d- I detect magic on the pot of gold. Okay. Uh, it has some sort of enchantment magic on it. Enchantment magic. Okay. Good sirs and ladies, there's enchantment magic on the pot of gold. Huh. I mean, I'd... I'm not entirely sure I want to find out what it does if we take it. Yeah. It's just sitting there for the taking that doesn't sound like a a thing. Enchantment spells can do quite a bit of things. Yep. Let's keep looking for what we came here for. All right. Uh, You guys walk through the double doors on the other end of this room. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys move along a little bit further. And Margo, you're up front, right? I'm taking up the rear. Well, no, we, we, we decided switch? that we would switch the order. That's right. Yeah, be, she's up front. Because you can spot. Yeah. Because yeah. Rovarth has a 10 for his passive perception. Oh, yeah. yeah no. I'm, I'm, no, no. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, my passive um, perception is a 17. Oh, 17. Oh, yeah, that's even better. So mm-hmm. with the 17, you notice the uh, pressure plate uh, in the center of this hallway. There's some Indiana Before Jones you step shit. on it. Okay, well, Margo almost steps on it and then leans back and uh, motions to everyone that that is a pressure plate and to avoid said pressure plate. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like you can avoid it. Well, fuck. We can't, well... That you might need to make an investigation check to find the trigger. Yeah. Uh, is anyone else really good at investigation? Because I have zero. I am. Yay! So, I... Investigation. Oh, hey, my investigation's really good. That's a 25. Okay. Wow, okay. Uh, you pretty easily find... Well, I mean, you know that you can just wedge some shit into the uh, pressure plate to keep it from being able to lower. But you realize that this is... At first, you thought it might be some sort of dart trap, uh, but the holes in the wall that are very cleverly hidden are too big, and you realize, oh, this probably fires crossbow bolts. (gasps) Oh my god. Um, So you can actually just, like, take some rocks and put them over the holes, and then it doesn't matter if you step on the trap. Flint looks around, sees the holes like, I imagine at this point this temple's probably old, there's probably like some loose loose bit of rocks yeah, that's fallen off over time, so he just starts taking that and just wedging it in the holes after he's done, he's like right. okay, we're done sweet okay so you guys move on yep. yes. we, yep. we break the trap yep <laughs> I mean, imagine if we step on it, we just hear, like, one of the rocks, like, move because a crossbow bolt hits it. It's like, oh. All right. Okay. Um, so you guys kind of walk around a corner 
and on either side of the hallway, about 20 feet down this corner, is uh, two statues, like, facing each other. And, uh, Margo, because your passive perception is definitely high enough for this, you can see that there are faint scorch marks on either statue. Where are the scorch marks at? Is it just everywhere? I don't understand the question. Like, are there scorch marks, like, at the hands, or are they all over the statues? It looks like both statues have been hit with fire. Okay. But you can also see that there's a pressure plate in the middle of the floor. Okay. I'm going to call Flint over and... Hey, Flint, can you investigate this again? There's a trap here. And if you look at the statues, they're definitely scorched. All right. I mean, I'm not going to make you roll. The only way that you know of to disable this... Because you don't know what the trap does. And you, like, without casting some sort of spell, you aren't going to be able to figure it out. But you can always just, like, take something and wedge it into the pressure plate. Yeah, Flint, uh, he pulls some random stuff out of his pack that he uses to, like, he tinkers with and just kind of wedges it underneath there. Okay. Yeah, so you, you pretty successfully disable that trap. Cool, because that could have hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah, I prefer not to die. <laughs> we made it this far, let's not die. I will say... I love this because it's like an Indiana Jones style thing, and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, like I don't mind combat. Sometimes it's nice to have to, you know, use your brains. Not dungeon just, crawl. Uh... Yeah. Um, I did forget to say that there is like writing on the walls. It's all in celestial, and Rovarth. It's all like graffiti. Like, it's it's just, but it's not like the so-and-so-is-here kind. It's the, like, uh, you're a fucking nerd kind. I'm just gonna, like, it's like read all the graffiti, the graffiti is just and chuckle to myself. Of you guys. Oh my god, I love ancient graffiti. <laughs> it's so I'm, much fun. I'm I just literally remember just... this cave, and it was just, like, this was very high. Oh my god. I'm literally, I'm literally just reading this and chuckling to myself as we go. Pompeii, like, if you ever go to an exhibit, they literally have pictures of graffiti and the, the uh, translation below it. And one of them was, like, an ancient Yelp review for uh, a hotel. At Pompeii, one of them was, was basically so-and-so's mom is a slut. Um, but anyway, you guys walk into another 20-foot uh, by 20-foot room. Uh, but as soon as you walk in, these four pairs of spectral hands appear, and I need you guys to, uh, what am I looking at? Sorry. Make, do some initiative, just because I need that to know what's happening. Okay. Because these hands no. act at a certain time. I rolled a natural one. Best time for it. Why? So what did Margot get? A natural one. 
plus plus your dexes. Oh yes, uh, my dex is uh, so that's a nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, Flint. I got a six. Rovarth. Uh, I got a nineteen. Nineteen. And Roscoe. Nine. Nine. Alrighty. That means the hands will act. Uh, one attacks Rovarth, misses with a 12. Uh, critical failure on Margot. Fails to hit Roscoe and fails to hit Flint. So now it's Rovarth's turn. Are they just like floating spectral hands? I mean, they're trying to attack you, but yes. Uh, there's also a door, just like the last room you guys were in, there's a set of double doors directly across from you. I just say we book it, and I'll... I mean, are they right in front of me? I'm guessing the one that attacked me is right in front of me still. Yeah. It I'll seems cast... to be one pair of hands for each of you. I'll cast Dispel Magic? Okay. Uh, go uh, ahead and make a... a spell attack. Or not a spell attack. Spell check. I don't know how spell magic works. Okay. Because it, it's going to be at a fifth level because it automatically is. Because Warlock. Uh, so I rolled a 17. And I think that my modifier thing still counts. So... Or no, it's it's 10 plus... So is, is, is it just like doing like a spell attack? No, it's... A, it's a, a spell casting ability check, so it's just a charisma check. So it's okay. That makes sense. Thank you. Uh, so that would be twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, these things all kind of flail at you guys, and Rovarth, you send out this pulse of basically anti-magic, is how I imagine dispel magic works. Magic, magic, magic. Say that a few dozen more times, and these glyphs on the wall, these invisible glyphs light up and then just burn up and the hands disappear. All right, uh room's clear. Let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I have no qualms with this. Um all right, what are we looking at? Yes. So, as you guys are walking along, there is a as you're again making another turn there is this uh carving into the wall and Margot once you get within 10 feet of it it moves and like it doesn't become three-dimensional it's still just like a carving a two-dimensional carving in the wall but it moves and points at you and commands you to drink this potion sitting on the floor in front of it and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay, I got a 16. Uh, that is enough. Oh, thank God. <laughs> you resist the magical compulsion that it gave you. Oh. Man, I really wanted to drink that for a second. Flint, can you investigate this? Okay. All right. Uh, you get within 10 feet, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. Y you know what? This is fair. <laughs> this is fair, and that's a 19. 19. You succeed. Look, 
This feels like a magical drinking game. <laughs> it is. So you pick up the the vial and the potion and open it and take a sniff, and you immediately know this is wyvern poison. Oh. Uh, it is very deadly. And there, I mean, so this close to it, you can see that this carving has uh, diamonds for eyes. But, I mean, it's it's just a magical compulsion that goes off until somebody drinks the poison. Okay. So Can I cork it and put it in my pocket? Yeah. Okay. I do the thing. All right. So... Who's is Rovarth taking up the rear? Yes. Okay. Then Roscoe, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god. The poison still exists. I don't know what to tell you. We need to destroy it. Wisdom saving? Yes. Twenty one. Alright, you're fine. Uh Rovarth, again, you get within ten feet of this diamond eyed statue or, or diamond eyed carving. And you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Oh, poor Rovarth. <laughs> uh, I rolled a six. Okay. It commands you to drink the poison, and you need to do everything you can to comply. So, <gasps> has Flint pocketed it yet? Or Yeah, he already put it in his pocket. Oh, no. Oh, I, will, I will walk up to Flint, and I will attempt to forcefully take it out of Flint's pockets. Can I... I do the thing with... I activate my armor. All right. I think that means he needs to make a strength saving throw? Yep. Strength saving throw. B to 16. Uh, <laughs> 19. All right. Um, so the two of you go ahead and make competing strength checks or athletics checks to see what happens. This is delightful. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for my turn. God, we're dumb. Uh, Flint, <laughs> what did you get? I got a 14. I got a 15. All right. Oh, no. Rovarth forces you and pulls the vial out and opens it and drinks it. Yep. <gasps> and takes 25 poison damage. I am unconscious. Oh, no. What do we do? Because the bitch slap from earlier... <laughs> Pulls out the last healing potion he has and shoves it down Rovarth's face. 2d4 plus 2. Okay. I had I had 23 hit points left before you that. You were very lucky. I rolled two fours, so that's 10 total. Oh, okay. 2d4 so plus 2? That's 6. No, you're right. It's 10. I'm wrong. You mathed wrong. I did. How dare I? I can't say anything. I math wrong all the time. All right, well, I'm at uh, 10 hit points now. And I will do my last level spore, spore spell to love cure wounds you. Oh, my head. I imagine now you have the hangover from hell. Oh, he's poisoned. Yeah. All right, so what are we going to do with this uh, awful... 22. 22? Cool. All yes. right. What are we going to do to get rid of that shit? I mean, um, he's already drank it. Flint... Yeah. Flint, you used, because you can do it at will, you used detect magic, and it's the magic in that carving's gone. Oh, good. Uh, it only existed to make people drink poison. 
And Roroth drank the poison. I can't help that I'm not... I think I'm literally the least wise person on this team. Which is ironic, because you're the oldest. So you guys finally get to these very ornate double doors. And when you open them, this room is 50 feet by 100 feet. And there are these big almost 10 foot in diameter columns lining the you know the the way to the end of this room it's it has a uh, 100 foot ceiling wow and all of you can see at the end of this room is a statue of someone you have to get a little bit closer to be able to see for certain and you'd have to make some sort of check to know from there uh, but the big thing is that this room is brightly lit I mean, just like everything else in this realm, it's pretty much grayscale, but it's lit. Can I make a perception check? Sure. Actually, all right. Are yeah. you what are you, are you looking for anything specific or just kind of yeah, just, trying to spot stuff? I would like to be sure there's no more traps first. Okay. Um go ahead and roll. 16. Okay. You don't spot anything. Okay. Can I roll another one just to survey the room? Like, see if there's anything odd aside of the... Well, actually, um, there's not going to be... No, I, I think that would kind of include looking for traps. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. All right. Lady Margot, are we good to proceed? Yeah, we're good. I don't see any traps. When you guys get within 50 feet of this statue, you can make history or religion checks. Wow. I made a 26 history. Okay. A, uh... And Margo, you'll actually have advantage. I can... Okay. Yeah. No, this is something you might know. Um, what does it mean Flint? when I rolled... Go ahead. Advantage is roll twice, take the higher number. Okay. What did Flint get? Flint got a 13 on a history. Is it a 13? Yeah. Okay. And what did uh, Roworth get again? Uh, it was a 15 for religion. Okay. And Margot? 17 history. Okay. For the history checks, Margot and Roscoe, you are fairly certain that this is a statue of Ephion, <gasps> the human goddess of thieves. Ah. Oh my god, I think I know what we're looking for. I'm so excited and right now. Rovarth, you're pretty sure of the same. Margo gets a little excited because literally that's who she warps. Warships. Uh, Margo, you also realize that you have seen her before. Oh my god, You didn't yeah. recognize her at the time, but you've seen her before. She tricked me. Are you okay? You you look pretty giddy over there, Margot. She's the greatest thief ever, but she also tricked me. Wait, when did when? when did that happen? That happened when we had to fight. What was that thing called? The evil stop. Uh, was it the? I just know it had eyes all over it. No, it didn't. You never fought one of those. I can't remember what it was. What you fought it was... was an Ovusat, which is there we a go. big humanoid with like a fucking squid for a head. Yeah, there we go. And no mouth. But that's how I found my first uh, 
yeah, it's where you guys found the titanium breastplate and Margot's Gladius. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. She was there. That's so cool. <laughs> you guys continue forward, I assume? Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm just... I'm just reminiscing, like, because, like, those two artifacts are really what helped powered us through this. Yes. For, the, for most of it, at least. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys get within 20 feet of the statue, and you are frozen in place. Like, you can still move and talk, but you can't move your feet. <laughs> you are just locked where you are standing. Good mm. and can't anyone else move? the <laughs> statue goes, oh, good. You have literally no idea how long I've been waiting for someone to get this close. Oh, my gosh. A chair just sort of molds up out of the stone. A throne, really. And the statue sits down in it and says, so, we're going to play a little game of wits. I have a few riddles, and you have to get a certain amount of them right. Before you die. No. Because for everyone you get wrong, I'm going to hurt you. No. Now you can choose to not play and leave. But then you won't get your prize. I want the prize. Well, who's going to play? I'm going to play. Who else is? Okay. Flint will join. I haven't come this far to die. I will play and win. Mm. Good to know. Well, I'm not one to let a little thing like death stop me, so... So, does Flint agree to the game? Flint agrees to the game. All right. Uh, Then she says, first, what month of the year has 28 days? I mean, uh, February... This isn't this is an <gasps> Earth calendar. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want to take it back. <laughs> Out of character, as Margot would not know that February is a thing. <laughs> yeah, February. You, it, it's that's not possible to be an answer for you. Yeah, so I know. I yeah. <laughs> um, but I am going to be a little bit mean to you guys. Is this a lore question? So be very confident when you give the answer. It could be something I will say because it's something all of you know is that. The months on Ildar are 30 days long. So it's okay. It's the, one of those riddles. So what month has 28 days? Um, well, every day has the word day in it. Right? What is their, what is their uh, days named? Oh, the days of the week? Yeah. Every month uh, has 28 days. Correct. That's that's right. <laughs> you bitch. What has to be broken before you can use it? I mean, I'm just thinking shoes because you have to break in shoes. Wrong. Ah, that's fair. Egg. Oh. And everybody takes one psychic damage. Ow. Oh. Mm. What question can you never answer yes to? Uh, there's so many. Um... I'm bad at riddles. I mean, I'm mad because I'm supposed to be smart in character, but I can't do these riddles. (laughs) Because everyone else is stumped, I'm going to say my answer, which I don't think is right. But I'm going to say it anyway. Are you dead? She goes, can't say yes to that. Hmm. 
not correct, but I'm going to give it to you. The answer was, are you asleep yet? Oh, you... Oh that, that's God, a good one. That's so good. Well, two out of three, that's a pretty good record. So, what can you break, even if you never pick it up or touch it? A heart. Ooh, wrong. A promise. And everyone takes four psychic damage. What was the answer? A promise. Oh, that's also true. I was going to say your word. Oh, she would have accepted that. That's the problem with riddles. Is It's like you can think of multiple good answers. <laughs> now, I follow you all the time. I follow you all the time and copy your every move. But you can't touch me or catch me. What am I? Shadow. Correct. Yay. Well done, Margot. I, 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 out of character, I have to give Eli some serious credit for having riddles that I haven't already heard. Because that one I did, I had, but all the other ones I haven't. I hadn't heard this that one, but I'm really proud of myself because I knew it. <laughs> it belongs to you, but other people use it more than you do. What is it? Other people use it more than you do. Your name. Correct. Oh. Well done, Rovarv. Man, Jason. Nice. Good. What begins Again, I with love an riddles. E and only contains one letter? What begins with an E and only contains one letter? Yes. Oh God, I'm so bad. I love this because riddles are always the downfall of every adventuring party. We've been pretty good so far. I will admit I was not prepared for Jason to be as good at, at riddles as he is. Yeah. <laughs> I just have heard a bunch is the problem. <laughs> This makes me gonna, so mad. Uh, again, I'm not me. I'm Rovarth, so I'm going to blurt out E? An envelope. Ah. One letter. We all take damage. <laughs> oh, yes. okay. That, yeah, that took me a... Mm, okay. <laughs> take one psychic damage. What, you said how many? One. One. Okay. Like, that's how I'm going to play this, is if we ever get stumped for too long, I'm just going to say the first thing that comes into my head. Well, we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Well, this is a podcast, right? So we got to be entertaining. <laughs> um, it's not fun if we get them all right. I'm ready for another one. So it's less painful. Well, I'm also not me. I'm Robarth, so I got to do what, what he would do. What can't talk? What can't talk? But will reply when spoken to. Your face. Wrong. An echo. What? Oh, <gasps> dope. What's not blurred out within a second? <laughs> yeah, let's take two a second bit. damage. Like, that's the thing with riddles, is your first response is probably not correct. Mm. As a word, I contain six letters, but remove one letter, and twelve remain. What am I? Dozens. Correct. And all of you find that you can move again. Well and done, And the Bovard. statue stands up and waves its hand and brings it back into this, like, heroic pose. And everything shimmers for a second, and it's a regular, old, very old statue. But, and instead of the large statue that it was, it's human-sized, uh, maybe five foot six. And mm -hmm. it is holding a shield. <gasps> and unlike everything you have seen so far, it reflects the light in a metallic... Prism. 
this black kite shield. I'm fucking done. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god. I <laughs> and with that, this episode is over. Uh, was so I know awesome. what this is. Same. You guys got some pluggables? I was. I do. Um, I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All are elvenly underscore e. I post art. I scream about things like how I'm going to scream that. Oh my god, this cliffhanger! But yeah, go forth, have fun. So I'm just gonna plug something that's not mine at all because it's great. Um, thank you, Emily Rhoda, and your freaking Del Toro series for powering me through that riddle segment uh, <laughs> and giving me the love of puzzles and, and riddles at a young age. Um, if you like reading, again, they're, they're adventure stories. They're um, fairly easy to read. Oh, neat. I think they're only like a second grade reading level. Uh, Del Toro Quest is the first series. Uh, so go and read those because they're fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm going to plug myself because I want views. So Twitter, Jarius underscore Jer. Instagram, Jerry Jerry Contrary, Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. And I write about pro wrestling at VoicesOfWrestling.com under the name Jerry Evans. I also occasionally appear on podcasts and try to be coherent. Check me out. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under AmCosplayClean. Um, I just post a lot of stuff. I mean, you can go check it out. <laughs> Oh, right. It's my turn. Yeah. Uh, get out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.